Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Brothers of Grimdark. I'm Alan. And I'm Henry. <laughs> and we have things to discuss. N- we namely, definitely do. Namely, Abaddon. That was my chair breaking. Abaddon. Or Abaddon. Or because... a bad one. <laughs> yes. I don't know why people struggle. I think Abaddon is the best sounding. Yes. I appreciate yeah. that Abaddon is also... I mean, it's present, present, but I don't think it sounds good as Abaddon. Abaddon the Despoiler! Or Abaddon! Look out, hey, it's Abaddon! Pass me the hacky sack, Abaddon! I can show you the warp. Has <laughs> he got a flying carpet, has he? He can Abaddon. fuck off back to the Eye of Terror! <laughs> Take your 14th Crusade and shove it up your arse! <laughs> okay, that's... <laughs> That's our lowdown on how to pronounce Abaddon. Yes, Abaddon. Anyway, so... Or Failbaddon, I'm is better known. I'm hyped. I am very hyped. Because, um... Oh, sorry, ha- 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 let me quickly find out how old that... I apologise, the clickety clacks. In fact, actually, no, if you, if you fill in the air for a second while I, while I mute my microphone to find how old that model is, go. Okay. First things I want to mention is that I actually used the current... Abaddon model uh, in its resin finecast edition to make a Chaos Cornate Pirate Lord. Terminator Lord. Uh, and basically, I modeled a little tricorn hat out of green stuff and it was bloody glorious. And the best thing that that model ever did for me is during a tournament game versus Space Wolves in the height of Space Wolves close combat bullshittery in 6th edition. Uh, he, armed with his cornate demon weapon, proceeded to tear three dedicated melee uh, Space Wolf heroes a new one. And that's pretty unprecedented, especially at the time, because the Space Wolf Codex writers were like, hey, you know how Chaos Space Marines have that cool thing where they're quite good at close combat? Let's just make our guys better. Why is that? Because they've got pointy teeth, they sound and smell like animals. And what happened to the Tricorn model? I sold it (laughs) on eBay as as well as the pirate-themed Chaos Space Marine Army I made and Rainbow Demon Prince. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't find how old the Abaddon model is, but it's like 20 years old. At least. It's pretty dicking old. It's fucking old. Like, considering that there's the Imperium, there is Reboot, Girly man. There is Marnius Kalgar. Marnius Kalgar has had three new models in the time between oh, yeah. Abaddon getting a new model. Yeah, he has. And it's like, I appreciate the fact, I do appreciate the fact that Chaos, sorry, not Chaos, slash that, Space Marines Venalia are the most popular thing in 40k. I get it. 50% of North American sales are Space Marines. I get Part it. Part of the issue is, though, is that Space Marines always get new toys. Therefore, people buy more Space Marine things. So Space Marines get more new toys. That's true, and I've just broken a very expensive paintbrush <laughs> live <laughs> on air. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, that's that's an aside. Oh, God. All right, oh, I'm going to have to put that down. I'll have to repair that later. Was that the stress of remembering selling the Tricorn hat? No, I'm okay with the selling of the Tricorn hat, because... It brought joy to a new owner, and I wasn't going to continue Chaos Space Marines. 
the other thing that just pisses me off, and this is just a general pissing off, mm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna launch this now before we say anything else. <laughs> okay, because it's gonna be completely unjustified in a second. One thing that fucks me to the tip of my penis, <laughs> <laughs> fucks me right to the core, <laughs> right to the core, right to the bone, is. <laughs> It's the fact that Gear Space Marines are meant to be the big bad, right? And yes. Abaddon, Abaddon the Despoilar, has had yes. 13 quote-unquote tossing Black Crusades. Tossing, yes, that is a word. Tossing Black Crusades. And yet, like, <laughs> most of the Gear Space Marine line, for a great stretch of time was just ancient models it, and yeah. the thing that really fucks me off is gw does have the money to make new molds right as much as they say oh but the plastic molds they cost so much i know how much you're fucking charging for these models <laughs> i've seen it if you're gonna tell me that it's 30 quid for five men you better make some fucking molds for me bitch these better be these better be some talented men this better be this better be like fucking liquid sex that you're selling me which has then been solidified into plastic and then grown adult men fighting with it yes <laughs> stop hitting me with your hardened liquid sex <laughs> oh dear it's a great uh, hobby um yeah some men to be the big bad their models are a joke. A lot of them. Yeah. They, Such as right. Chosen, their joke. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff where you can look at it and you think, this is ridiculous. Like Sisters of Battle, why why is it taking so long? Yeah. Why has Chaos but, taken so long? Why do you think Chaos is one of the biggest factions? As is. That new model, from what <laughs> we've seen of it, looks sexy as fuck. Wait, when you say from what we've seen of it, we've seen a claw, we've seen a calf. Yep, and we've seen a we've bit seen, of the top. We've seen a little bit of his top knot. Which I am going to tell you right now, because we'll get into the rumour mill in a second. When there's the spikes, which have like an Imperial Guardsman like head and skull through it, going through it, and they're like, oh, that's Abaddon. No, it's not. Wait, that is on. not Abaddon. Hang on. Let's, let's just explain what that is for a second. Right. GW releases images on its social media called... Teasers. <laughs> you may be familiar with that one. <laughs> Maybe. They have like a super zoomed in image, right, of a model. And what they've got at the minute is they've got some very chaos spikes with a skull of an Imperial Guardsman with a, a helmet on. <laughs> yep. And everyone went, oh my goodness, this is going to be a bet. But not. we don't think it is. We think that's new Terminators. Well, because well, if you go back and look at the reveal video, which teases Abaddon, you get to see like the top of him. There's no like spikes like that. Trophy this is rack. new Terminators, or some people have been saying mutilators, which I think is possessed Terminators. Which no, no, no. Right, we're segueing away from Abaddon. It's amazing. I'm so fucking happy. I'm hyped to see the full model. I am full mast. As is the theme of the upcoming like Shadow Spear. Shadow is it Shadow Spear? It's Shadow Tip. Spear Tip Jaguaru. Yeah, basically that new box set. The theme is that it's going to be kind of like Demonkin Space Marines. So the idea that we're getting new possessed, yeah, I, I fully believe we're getting new possessed. We've got more pictures, including like a huge, like hand with a mouth in the middle of it, like going up the arm, which is like wait, power. Wait. And you, the other go, thing to mention is all the artwork for this new box set had possessed, yep. possessed models in the artwork. 
Um, also, right, so I think it's pretty much a hundred percent gay ronteed. Well, they're also going for like um, demon because there's them. They got the new obliterators model, the new demon engine uh, tick thing that apparently helps out with demons summoning or something similar in the law at least. That new um, chaos space marine in a dinner dress. I think that's going to be a new character. Or they have a character that they've named in the law, which looks like that. Model. I think like I think it's going to be Lord, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be the exact same as Dark Imperium. Oh, sorry, not Dark Imperium. Dark Imperium was the one exception. I fucked up. Not Dark Imperium. <laughs> you had uh, one job. I had one job. Uh, Space Wolves versus Orcs. And when was that? Hang on, settle. Wasn't that Space Wolves versus Gene Stealers? No, no, no. There's Space Wolves versus Gene Stealers. That's the most recent one. Yeah. Uh, there was Dark Imperium, and before Dark Imperium, there's Space Wolves versus Orcs. Um, and they had this. Uh, I think his name was Crom or something. I can't remember. He, it's quite a cool model. It's basically a, a named Space Wolf Lord. Uh, before that, you had. Um, I can't remember. It was so close to Dark Imperium. Anyway, it was Dark Angels. Um, versus chaos and that, that was the one with like the, the new hellbrew model and all that jazz mm. again it, it was a chaos lord model which was very specific dark angel chapter boy very specific uh, and they just named them so i think it's going to be the same case for this guy i think he is going to be a named character but it is going to be like he can be a chaplain or yeah, something like yeah. that um we also have a book while looking while looking at these other images a book. we have a book and i don't know if that book i don't think it's the same one as our chap is using. Either way, that's irrelevant. I imagine it is. If I, if I go and check. Oh, can, can I be asked to find it? Probably not. It would make for dull podcasting. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, you guys just hold tight while hold we on. Google some stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's just go on YouTube and just, we, just look at some stuff. We can't joke about that. We literally began with, oh God, let me look something up. Anyway. That's simply because we're fond of information. So much information that we forget do not look at, do not research the information. We were just it excited. Is, it's a hot, frothy stream of information, live from the source. Okay, the book That's is not it. on his model. So th this is probably like an aspiring champion type upgrade, or maybe like a new Chaos uh, Sorcerer. That'd be awesome. But I doubt they'd do that since they have the other dude. Anyway. Anyway. We can... What would you prefer to discuss? We can either discuss the... Um, we can discuss the new Assassins. Uh, or we can discuss the most popular 40k units from the top tables at LVO. You know, let's let's just power through the news. Yeah, because there's so much news. It's like insects on a windscreen at 150 miles an hour on a German autobahn. Past while reading field. a newspaper. While reading a newspaper, and the news is written on the bees as well. As you subsequently crash into a lorry full of. Newspapers, bees, <laughs> bees, and newspapers. It's quite the Germany is a weird <laughs> place, isn't it? Look, they, if they yeah, pay for it, lines. if you exactly, if you've got enough money, do what you like. GW. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why GW keeps. That's why they couldn't afford new sculpts. They spent all their money on bees and newspapers. I knew it. It's the only possible explanation. I think we've just tapped it. This is real life journalism. <laughs> This is how they do it. <laughs> we, we go to Wild the, I don't speculation know. and then to, asserted facts. <laughs> we go to all the legitimate newspapers, fill in as a, whatever newspapers you believe to be legitimate, and say, we have the dirt on Games Workshop, and this story leaks that they spent all their money on bees and newspapers. 
I think it could only increase their profile. Anyone that's willing to spend all their money on bees and newspapers clearly has some sort of intelligence going on. I mean, I'm not going to question it. They have a exactly. shit ton of bees, and the only thing that can stop them are rolled up newspaper. They'll buy all of them. It's supply and demand. <laughs> They're just going to release a load of bees into your house and then say, buy this newspaper for and it's five extreme million cost. euros. They've been stockpiling them for the bee apocalypse. They're engineering. The plastic model making is merely a front. Do you remember... Hang on, this is so tangential now but the old leader of gw who left in like 2016 or whatever is this the one you hate fuck fuck that dude i'm guessing that's yes fuck him fuck him with a hairy baton <laughs> that got weird <laughs> it's Why is it hairy? like does that add i don't know to... I... I think that that would make it worse wouldn't it i i don't know i <laughs> <Is it laughs> i've, I've not been fucked by a hairless <laughs> baton i don't i don't know if that would be much of a change i don't i don't have the necessary data Right, well, <laughs> get the numbers. <laughs> anyway, this dude, this dude that's getting fucked. Um, or do you remember when he just made that quote where he said that Games Workshop was not a hobby, it was primarily a miniature selling company? Oh, you mean that it wasn't a game? Yeah, it's not a game. We don't care about the game. We are selling miniatures. Yeah. That's all we do. It was like, dude, go the fuck away from me. It explains seventh. <laughs> or I will hit you with my shoe. Explain seventh. Completely. Yeah, it, it just, it's absolutely money-making, reaping it in. Anyway. Long story short, anyway. fuck 7th and get newspapers while you can, because that be apocalypse is Fuck it, yeah, it's coming. All right, so the new assassins. Let's discuss the new assassin rule thing before we discuss the individuals. They it's all cost 85 points now. And basically there is a... Stratagem. Yeah, which lets you pay one command point to... Or three. Or three. Is that like what does the three let you do? Does that bring? In oh, sorry. It's, it's one in? one CP if it's in a match game, or three CP otherwise. Oh, okay. So if you're playing a a narrative game, I guess. But then narrative games do don't have points limits, so why would you pay? I don't know. <laughs> what is this? Who made this? Have they been huffing ether again? I think they're morons. I Come well, on, John. That, that's almost definitely true. As is. All right. Okay, yeah. so, but what you do is you have, if you set aside 85 points for match play in your Imperial Army, you can pay one command point to bring in any of the assassins, which I actually quite like because it allows you to have a little bit of adaptive list building, which 40k doesn't have up until now, really. It did kind of with demon summoning, but it's too unreliable to do. I would actually, no, I'd love it if demon summoning became something like this. Where you could pay like a command point for one hundred points of demons or something, and then like three for three hundred. I think that'd be fun. Possibly broken as fuck, but it, I don't know. It allows you to have versatility. Yes. No. I honestly just you threw those numbers at me so fast, <laughs> and I'm so distraught over my broken paintbrush. <laughs> Like, I imagine there's oh, me trying to read yeah. things like, oh, I wonder how what, what this will do. And there's just you like trying to hold back tears for the sake of the podcast. I was I was literally caressing it. <laughs> this okay. poor paintbrush that I just pulled apart. What I'm saying is, is that I think this would be a great thing as well for stuff like demons. Because seeing as demon summoning is terrible in match play, give us something like this, which lets us summon in some demons. You set aside a points amount, you pay like, I don't know, two command points and you get... 
150 points of demons in reserve of whatever you want it to be. I think that'd be quite nice for Chaos. That may actually be what they're doing. If that's what they're doing, I am so hyped. With the whole focus on demon host and so on. Let me stop you there. Yep. Let me stop you right there. Right the fuck there. Right the fuck there. This is a dangerous line to be taking, Alan. Because soon it'll be, for four command points, take another Castellan Knight. I would definitely have limitations on what could and couldn't happen. Like in this I wouldn't case, give it to the Imperium. Fuck the Imperium. <laughs> they got okay, everything. They, they, they got did, everything and bicycles. See, I would say this isn't that bad. On the other hand, I think it's also kind of fucking terrible for balance. We'll get into why I, I think in a moment. It, it's fine with the Assassins. I, I don't know if it is. It's fine, because I, I would rather pay the 85 points than the command point. I, yeah, no, I, That's I, the way I, I see that. Things are they're all kind of good now. Not well, no. They've no. buffed them. Categorically, <laughs> no, they're not all good now. They're not. There is one which is just fucking crazy. Oh wait, even then though, when it comes to like attachment limits at tournaments, though, this causes problems because I think before, well, depending on the tournament, the paying one command point for an unbound um, detachment you would still have to do. So you could have, you would even if you had, you could have like two normal attachments and then one unbound one you paid a command point for to bring in just like one of these chaps. Whereas now you can have a full three battalions or three detachments of whatever and then one of these guys. This is why I think it gets scary. Yeah, that's true. And I also just noticed that you do also pay, pay the points value in match play anyway. You do pay the points, yeah. Because yeah. they're reinforcement. Yeah, that's my it's, bad. The thing is that you get to pick which one depending on your matchup. And I, I like that in theory. As is... This is being given to the Imperium of Man, which has the best soup potential, and now you've given them even more versatility, which is adaptable versatility depending on matchup. Okay. I th- wait, I, I think the worst thing about it is it's a dangerous precedent. It's a dangerous path to be walking. I I don't I like the idea of exchanging CP. Like, okay, currently you can use um, the uh, whatever slot it is. I can't remember what the slot is. Well, it used to be a little while back. I don't know if it's the same. I'm not so hot on this slot because I don't look at it anymore. But it used to be you could take like one unbound unit and you lost one command point. Yeah, you can still do that, but I believe that is that is its own detachment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so it yeah. takes up... So in match play, when you're only allowed three detachments, yes, it does take yes. up one of your detachments. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm saying is this is a dangerous precedent for that because if you could pay for, say, a knight... Yeah, yeah. I, I say, it definitely can lead to dangerous things, but I think it can also lead to interesting things, such as with demons or helping out rules that aren't used. I don't think it should ever be a particularly large amount of points you can do this with, but I think it helps out with the, oh, well, my list is just hard-counted situations. Well, yes and no, because I think yes, or it could be a workaround. This, this is, by the way, this is getting so speculative right now. Yes. Um, this is full on the speculum <laughs> spectrum. Um, that's that. That's what my doctor told me. <laughs> Get on with it. Anyway, I forgot what I was going to say. Shall we? Actually, forgot. Shall we begin with let's the Avissa? Let's just dig in. Yeah, the let's look at the assassins themselves. So there's the Avissa, which is the skull one with claws. Uh, move seven inches a turn. WS two plus BS two plus strength four, toughness four, wound six, attack six, leadership nine, save six plus. There's lightning but, reflexes, which I believe is a four plus invulnerable. All the assassins have that. Yeah, I mean that's basically the stat line for all assassins. Just saying. Uh, pretty much. We'll tell you when it deviates. 
Like other assassins tend to have less wounds and attacks, but otherwise it's the same. Yeah. Anyway, the stuff which makes him uh, interesting. He's got the... Ooh, okay, the, the Neuro Gauntlet uh, adds plus one strength, AP minus one, damage one, reroll wound support attacks made with this weapon. That's important for an upcoming rule. He also has a power sword, he has melter bombs, eh, that, eh, nothing matters. If he dies, uh, roll the d6 for each enemy unit within six inches of this model before removing it from the battlefield. On a four plus, that enemy unit suffers d3 mortal wounds. That's, eh, it's kind of a guaranteed explosion. Albeit an explosion that only works half the time. Half the time it works every time. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, he's always exploding. That's the main thing. He always yes, explodes. No. This chap is all about getting in there, getting up close, cutting things to pieces and exploding. Okay. He has friends on. Um, basically, whenever you <laughs> charge, you roll 3d6 rather than 2d6. And you add 2 to this model's attacks characteristic if it charged in the preceding charge phase. So this guy deep strikes, he charges, pretty much always gets it, when you take into account a reroll. He'll then have eight attacks. Attacks. Which is pretty vicious when you combine it with killing Rampage. Which basically means each time an enemy model is slain as a result of an attack from one of this guy's weapons, uh, melee, he can immediately make one additional attack against the same unit. These attacks don't generate up further attacks. And he can also consolidate up to six inches rather than three. This means he's a fucking killing machine. When it comes well, to infantry. Hang on. So, yes, yes and no. Because he's strength five. If you use the gauntlet. If you use the gauntlet. I mean, yeah, he can use a power sword. But in but, which case he's strength four. Yeah. AP minus three. And no reroll to wound. Like, I think the neuro gauntlet is basically always going to be better, isn't it? Pretty much. Like, the the sword is like, oh, what if it's an armored target? Well, you're still probably better off with the neuro gauntlet. Because you're wounding them with threes. Rerolling wounds, re-rolling. which is fantastic. Yeah, but I mean, even still, the averages, I mean, he's probably still only going to kill about four models. Eight attacks, hitting on two, eight, so what, this would be attacks. like six point, oh god, six point, uh, let's just say five, just because it, it, it's low-balling it, and that way it's safe, whatever. Or even just say six attacks hit, you're attacking Eldar, four, uh, you get four wounds, which you then re-roll, so you get like 4.6 wounds, so you can get an additional 4.6 attacks. So you'll kill, like, I don't know, six, seven, whatever. The issue is, though, is not so much that he's bad at his job, which he kind of is. It's more that um, generally, like, weak infantry is not what you have problems killing in 40k. Yeah. Like, unless you're going up against a ridiculous amount of guard... Or orcs. Chaff spam. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, okay, you say orcs. Yeah, but if if it's a thirty man unit, he kills oh, seven of them. This man is dying. But like, <laughs> like, yeah, he just gets killed for seven yeah. orcs. Yeah, and seven orcs cost what forty nine points. Quick maths, you know, he's not making his points back. This guy is just. I don't understand GW because basically this edition spoiler, characters are for the most part by and large, shite. Like, the only thing that you take characters for is for buffing other units. With notable not, exceptions. With notable exceptions. But they're not meant to be close combat monsters. The main thing that characters are actually good at is fighting other characters. They're not good at fighting infantry units. Or they're rather just inefficient to do so. Well, they're inefficient, but also they can get their dicks stomped in. Because, I mean, 
six wounds isn't much for this edition. Plus, with the AP modifiers, everything's different. It's a different yeah. game. Because whereas if you had a unit of, you know, say, power swords or whatever, previously that wouldn't touch a terminated chapter master, but now he is touched by it. He's touched pretty hard. He's um, touched right in the penis. But, like, the problem is, is, like, GW just... <laughs> God damn it, I get it. You know, you want some cool shit. You want a guy like the Eversaw to be able to just rip through infantry. But to make him actually worth taking, he has to rip through infantry so hard or have some sort of rule that just protects him. Say, like, you know, with characters, you can't target them if there's a 10-wound infantry... Uh, 10-wound... No, model anymore. it's just closer unit now. Okay, if there's a closer unit. But this guy is meant to be, like, the front line. Yeah, like this. So there's rarely going to be a closer unit, so he's basically always dead. Unless you're countercharging some grots that got deep-struck behind your lines. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And, like, yeah. again, screening. Screening just fucks this guy. Yeah, also again. just because... He does nothing to the screening anyway. Like by the exactly, and say, if he kills the turn two, and you're trying to hit a character, he's not going to clear out the way for that you to shoot that character till the next turn, which you may as well just have shot the screening away. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, and it's just again when it, when we talk about like metas and how does how do things match up against each other? Let's say you take this guy against knights; it's a joke. Let's say you take this guy against Dark Eldar and their speedboats. It's a joke. Let's say you take this against Tau Fire Warrior Gunline. It's a joke. <laughs> Could you imagine this man trying to charge? Oh, I'll get Shadow Sun and the nine broadsides she's with <laughs> for the greater good. Just and I feel like this hell. this character in particular, because of his rules, because of his skill sets, actually just shits on the worst players. Yeah. Like the players that don't know how to play around this, like, for example, oh, I don't know, screening... And also ensuring that he's the closest model or using the correct weapon to kill him. It's just going to fuck them up. He's fucking good at killing low-level Eldar characters and Imperial Guard commanders. Yeah, but they should be so far and deep in their bunkers. <laughs> yeah, that... no, like there's, there's no way he should be reasonably <laughs> reaching them. Unless if there's a time he... where this man makes a difference in a battle, you've already won, basically. Well, yes and no, but if, if you're in that new player scenario... Let's say it's uh, Space Marines versus, I don't know, Tyranids, let's say. And the guy just plonks this guy, uh, sorry, your enemy, plonks this Eversaw, basically in, in the middle of another unit, so you can never target him. I've also just realised the way you said Eversaw. Everyone says Eversaw because it, that, that's what they're trying to evoke with this. But it's Eversaw. Yeah, it's Eversaw. So that just means he, he constantly aches. He's always sore. No, I think it's because of all their skin-tight latex. They're chafing like hell in those suits. you got to remember, the Eversaw can't feel that. He is pumped up on drugs more like... Pretty much like... <laughs> these things are just sent in and they basically go insane till they either die or get taken back in by whoever unleashed them and put back under in a chemically-induced coma. See, that's that's great. That's great. But you would also be chafing like an absolute madman. I don't think he would feel it. I think he's too high. I don't know. I, I <laughs> There's only so say, high a man can be. There's only so high. There's like a high to chafe ratio. <laughs> this guy is way off on. Okay, so this guy... I, I don't know. I've not um, worn the necessary amount of leather or <laughs> had the necessary high <laughs> for this information. Trust me on this one. <laughs> this one My role play as Gimli went terribly wrong. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So call me Rimley. Rimley. Oh God. Yeah. So the the other sort is basically toss just me. just don't tell the elf. God damn it. You'll have to toss me. <laughs> the best line in Lord of the Rings. Right. Outing ourselves as true nerds and pornographic line aficionados. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's talk not about the Calidus as it is presented no, I, in this. I, I, the one thing I was going to say about the Avissa document we got is here. if this is one of the weirdest times I'll ever say this or anything along these lines, but when it comes down to if you're a better player against a newer player and you have your army list and you know what you would usually bring as the best assassin, being able to swap in a shit one is kind of useful for that kind of game. Because that way, say somebody's new, say they have, like, guard or whatever, this guy can pop up, run in, kill, like, a squad of guard, and then the new guy can go, oh, wow, shit, that was terrifying, and then kill it and be like, damn, that felt good, without probably realising that they just made a huge, like, points gain. However. However, that's not what they did it for, guaranteed. It's not what they did it for. And the other thing to mention as well is that I know from experience that one thing new players hate is when you surprise them with absolute bullshit. So they look through their codex, they see, okay, my Eldar infantryman has one attack, and then I just ram into you with a dude that looks similar to an Eldar guy, but with like a few extra gribbly bits on him, and I just say, yeah, he's got eight attacks. This is, this is kind but of why you I think... bitch. It's kind of why I think you should let your opponent know kind of what your stuff does beforehand. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Definitely you don't have to do go that. through like the exact, like here's everything he does. You say, okay, this dude will turn up. He'll, he'll like with the Avisa, you'd say like, he was going to deep strike. So he's going to appear somewhere, charge something and like do quite a lot of damage to like a unit of infantry. Yeah. But I mean, even still, I think people just get overwhelmed. Like I'd used, um, Gene Steel Cults against a newer player. Uh, and I, I played very fun and fair for him. Like I didn't just, you know, turn up and just, destroy everything but the one thing that he really couldn't stand you know because the, the genes of the cult's infantry is pretty weak genes of the cult's new new release coming soon uh, it's out it's that. happened it's out fuck it, <laughs> it <laughs> it's really good by the way get the drill i know, like, I know. It's cool, um the broodlord was the thing that this guy really hated because in seventh he was like toughness six strength seven with an upgrade eight minus three on his claws yeah like five attacks um, six wounds, only a four plus armor save. Like that was it. There was no invun. Um, and I even left it like the Broodlord in some pretty open positions and he just really just struggled versus it. And he really hated how bullshit it felt because it was an individual that was so strong, even though, you know, you could kill it and all that sort of stuff, blah, 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 blah. You know, people don't like it when you, well, even, even if it's not a surprise, but you're just like, yeah, my guy gets eight attacks and you're fucked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I've just painted eight Eldar, uh, whatever they're called, nonces. Dingle hoppers. Dingle hoppers, nonces. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, okay, all of them are dead. <laughs> well, right. fuck. Back to the point. drawing board. Okay, all right. Uh, that's that's that one done. In okay, super- how about how about we try and do this in like ascending order of how good we think they are. Starting, we began with what we think is the worst. I'm glad we can agree on that. He does have a melter bomb, though. He does. <laughs> just the final note. The final note. And the melter bomb is just something fun. Hits on a two plus for a melter bomb. Yeah, Not the four bad. inch range. <laughs> Again, yeah, but... if he's ever near anything you actually want to be killing with that, it, he, yeah, you've probably won it's already. Tricky. It's tricky. 
<laughs> right, okay. Uh, so that's that's the Eversaw. Uh, I think the Selexus is the next worst. What, the Collexus? Collex. Oh, fuck me. Why don't why didn't they just make the names fucking phonetic, right? See, I it should just be P H A T assassin. Vindicare may be worse. You think the Vindicator is worse than this guy? Vindicare. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, <laughs> I don't think the Vindicare is worse than this guy because I see utility for the Vindicare. I don't see a lot of utility at all whatsoever for this guy. But the Collexus. Uh, I think the Collexus helps shut down a lot of psychic defense. Okay, you're probably the, probably the Collexus, yeah. Okay, let's go with the Collexus. So, same stats as last time, albeit wounds 5 rather than 6, and attacks 4. He has the Animus Speculum, which is 18-inch range, Assault Strength <laughs> 5, AP-4, D1, um, Assault D6. I use Animus Speculum! <laughs> it's Assault D6 whenever there's any enemy, any enemy psychers within 18 inches, which... It should be. Okay, yeah. also I've just realised arguing about the utility of these guys doesn't matter. Because it's not like you have to commit to anyone. As much as this well, guy is a bit of a niche thing, that doesn't matter because you only need to bring him when that niche matters. This is what I was going to say. If you bring three of them, not the Eversaw ever, yep. if you bring three of them and just have that command point handy, yeah. you can pick. Yeah, that, that's that's what I was saying earlier about the ability to swap in stuff in and out and making you know changes to your Oh yeah, life. yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> this is just so rampant now the uh, the tangents. <laughs> but yes. the other thing to mention is that top table tournaments, yep, uh, either do one of two things, which is you only have one list or you have multiple, normally being three. And normally that would just be rock paper scissors. So I take knights, dark eldar. Tau. Usually it's just one list at most major tournaments, just because yeah. it, it's yeah, easier yeah. to transport stuff. I, I don't see the Assassins really coming to play that much that they change no, it. No, 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 no. I, I think, I think oh, yeah, sorry. you make space every yes. time. Yes, there's definitely one I would bring. In fact, I think that one's so good I wouldn't even consider the other ones, given all no, that rendition. I, anyway. I, this, this is maybe the only... Okay. Actually, okay, fuck it. This one is second best. What, the Selexus? Yes, because... The, Basically, Vindicare is second, and the other... What was it? The Kalidus? Kalidus is first best. And I can argue why. So this you is third always best. taking yeah. Kalidus, pretty much every time. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, but the let's, only let's... time you would take anything else is if you're against something like Thousand Suns or Eldar, when you then have the Kalexus. See, I still I still think you take the other one. See, uh, actually, it may be even then... Let's yeah. finish, okay. finish yeah, the Kalexus. The Kalexus, the main it. thing... Let's ignore the weapons, because they're basically worthless. The reason why you're taking it is it can't be targeted or affected by psychic powers in any way, and psychers that are within 18 inches of any collector's assassins must subtract two from psychic tests and deny the witch tests that they take. Now, number one, that does mean you have to put it away from your own psychers. But two, this does make it fucking difficult for people like Eldar Thousand Sons to do their shit. As is, though, it's also the one that you can only hit on a 6+. plus. As is. <laughs> yeah, which, which is like, I mean, he's basically like an anti-psycho bomb. Basically, yeah. you just, you don't want to commit him to anything. He just has a little bit of chip damage, uh, but you just keep him in the middle to stop the enemy casting spells. The other thing to mention as well, with the subtract two, uh, this compounds the smite um, nerf, because every 
you know, uh, successful cast of smite. Yeah, it, it, you get a minus one to cast. So that minus two, okay, smite becomes a seven to begin with, then an eight, then a nine, then a ten. Unless it's thousand suns. Unless it's thousand suns. Now, I don't. In know which case, this... I still don't think you take this guy against thousand suns because okay. thousand suns literally get over his thing. Because like uh, Magnus, Magnus, most of the stuff oh, that Magnus, yeah, Magnus casts, he gets plus two to cast anyway, doesn't he? But you usually don't take Magnus. You probably just take a shit ton of demon princes, as many as you can. All like right. Three, uh, three uh, Zinch ones, then like one Nurgle one, then Araman. Okay. Okay. This guy is useful it's against Thousand Suns specifically because Thousand Suns aren't going to be doing much on turn one with their spells, other than like warp timing one demon prince into your line. So they have to take a little while to get there, then they all spring out. Whereas Eldar. You don't take this guy with actually because Eldar do a lot of buffing, which most damage gets done on turn one. <laughs> and I don't. Weirdly enough, though, can you can you just have this guy start off on the battlefield? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. No. That is. Yeah. You could just have this guy starting on the battlefield, and somewhere but, near their psychers. But the Eldar psychic powers are all twenty-four inch range. The big ones that you want to stop, such as Doom and Prescience, they're twenty-four yeah. inch range. Plus, get, uh, the Eldar have the re-roll any dice you want for psychic power. So for their big mambo powers, they can do those. Yeah, that's true. But it's Plus only it's, once per character. And I think Prescience and Doom are like a seven to cast. Oh yeah, that's fucking low. Yeah, it's like low for what they do. Okay, the so Collectors they're... could hinder them quite a lot. I also think the Collectors is another newbie uh, killer because... Again, only ever hitting it on sixes. They're not going to know how to deal with it, and it would just shut down their psychic phase. It does, yeah. And also, they're fairly movable. All right, let's Vindicare. talk about Vindicare. Vindicare has some utility, specifically if you're up against like. I think uh, Tau. Tau. Oh, Tau! Yeah, one. Tau fucked with this. Yeah, but like even this... then, he turns up. If he starts off on the battlefield, admittedly his gun is 72 inch range, you probably begin with him on the battlefield oh, yeah. and just shoot definitely. him forever. Definitely. So you're hitting on twos. And what is it? Faultless aim. Always hits on a two plus of the range weapon, regardless of modifiers. And. He's got dead shot, which means he can target any characters, doesn't matter where they are. No, his gun has. Uh... Oh, yeah, sorry. His gun is not sniper, it's heavy one course yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's heavy one each time a, a modified hit wound roll of a six is made for an attack the damage is d6 rather than d3 his gun is strength five ap minus three d3 damage you also can't take invulnerable saves against him yep basically after this model has made an attack with a ranged weapon roll a d6 if a model suffered damage from that attack but had not been slain on a three plus that model suffers one mortal wound and if that model is not slain you roll one more d6 that time it suffers a mortal wound and a four plus Keep rolling run d6, increasing the result required to cause a mortal wound by one each time to the model being rolled for is slain or the roll has failed. Okay, let's just do the maths on it. Say you're shooting I mean, a it's, it's, hmm? it's a very approximate four wounds, basically. Which isn't quite enough to get... A fireblade. A fireblade or most of important characters you'd want to be getting with this. Yeah. In one Which turn. is why... If you're, <laughs> and this is the funny thing with this guy, is that his counterplay is so specific that it's just tell. Uh, but the interesting thing is, is what if you just take three of these guys, 
in their own detachment because the assassin uh, sorry yeah the assassins they also have their own special rule where basically they can take a detachment of whatever they are elites aren't they yeah elites they can take the elite detachment without the hq choice which means you can just take three of them as a detachment have to pay. Uh, wait, uh, I think there's issues with them though. Saying to ignore the stratagem, they got another special rule which means that they can go as the detachment without NHQ. Um, oh, it's part of the Vanguard detachment, even the detachment to Kane's no- Okay, yeah. Yeah. But uh, th- that only. Uh... Oh, okay, no. It, it, the command benefit. Uh, Attachments to command benefits are changed to none unless the attachment contains exactly one Vindicare, one Calidus, one Avissa, and one Calexus. Yeah, which basically means you lose your execution force benefit or whatever it is. Um, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're taking these guys as gun boys. If you take three of these, um, you know, do they challenge a demon prince? Like these are the no. key factors. No, they don't even no. no. You don't think? What okay, two so turns? Two turns of shooting. There's three shots. Yep, hitting on twos. Um, hitting on twos. Let me get my little calc Yep. Out. Calculator. Three shots hitting on twos. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Take a moment. It's fine. It's 2.5. 2.5. Yeah. Well done. And then wounding on fives. Wait, why are they wounding on fives? Because demon print is like toughness six or seven. Toughness six, I believe. Oh, they're not infantry, are they? Nope. Are crisis suits infantry? Nope, they are battle suits. Crisis commanders? They are battle suits, not infantry. Oh, God. Yeah, basically... Is Rook Yellow an infantry no, model? he's a monstrous creature. Oh, God, okay, yeah. never mind, these guys... It, they wound anything which is infantry on a 2+, but they're strength 5, so, like, any important characters you'd want to be trying to kill... Like, yeah, they're good at killing Imperial Guard commanders, but... Eh. They're also good at killing Tau commanders, but even then, like, not particularly good at it. Actually, Orcs. Aha, Orcs. Orcs would get fucked on by these guys. Would they? Cause all their, yeah, because all their HQ would be wounded on twos. I guess. Okay, so you, you cause one wound, let's say. Let's say you guarantee that one wound that does two damage... <laughs> And then you get 0.6 of a wound, and then 0.5 of wounds. So you get like 3.1 wounds, then let's say you fail. Or say you get 3.6 wounds, and then you fail. How many wounds has the orc leader got left? Yeah, he's still got 2.4. He's completely fine. (laughs) Yeah. But then turn two, he's dead. This is also like getting into the ballpark of taking a Riptide. And I would just take the Riptide. Every time. Yeah. Especially since... most characters, especially the ones that, you know, we're on about here. Basically, the guys this guy can kill are buff characters. And they usually, if you can kill the things they're buffing, are dead. And a Riptide can do that. I think he's probably best against Eldar. Specifically, you know, standard Eldar. Because, well... Yes and no, but they can start the game inside transports. Yeah. Which is what they normally do, because their transports are so good. I mean, this guy's fun, though. I like the idea of this, like, high-powered sniper model. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. <laughs> Your argument against the Avissa is that he's shit, and it's bullshit for newbies. Yeah. That applies here. 
This guy doesn't only get hit on sixes. That the Avissa doesn't get only hit on sixes. Yeah, it's true. I mean, oh, it depends what army the guy plays. I mean, if the guy plays Tau, he's fine. <laughs> and he's not using fire blades, he's fine. Yeah. Same as true. Oh, could you imagine the Avissa that tries to charge a Tau gun line? Okay. In a gentleman's game, I would accept any of these assassins as just something fun. No. I wouldn't. I accept oh, no, pretty no. much all of them. The ones for... we've mentioned. The ones we've mentioned in a gentleman's game. Right. Which is the only way I play. Here's the one you take 100% of the time if you're playing competitive oh, game. Oh, God! And you're playing Imperium. Oh, That's how God. fucking good this is. Why? Why have they created this abomination? This is fucking insane. Who? Who? Like, so often you see rules like this from GW, where it's like they make seven mundane things and then the final thing they're like fuck it give them all the bells and whistles it's like they make rules without comprehending what the consequences are like you know when they're just like yeah on a two plus you always go first that sounds fun no 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 and this is awful this is both i mean this just punishes everyone doesn't matter how veteran you are this punishes everyone. And my god, is it filthy. It is awful. It's like tasting poo in your mouth. You just... Oh, no thank you. Okay. Absolute GW wankery. So, the stats don't matter at all. <laughs> the stats do not matter. Nothing on this model matters other than this rule. Okay, no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll mention the stats don't matter. The weapons don't matter. It can fall back and shoot and charge in the same turn. Doesn't matter. Um, it can do a super deep strike. If you're insane. During deployment. You can set it if up you... in disguise instead of sitting on the battlefield. And basically, you set up... Set, when it deep strikes, it's anywhere more than D6 plus 3 inches away from the enemy models. So like, oh cool, it can deep strike better. You're never doing that. Ever. Let's look at Reign of Confusion. Oh, God. If you have any models with this ability in your army, then during the first battle round, one, roll 1d6 one each time your opponent spends command points to use a stratagem. On a 4+, your opponent must spend one extra CP to use that stratagem, or else it has no effect. The CPs spent so far are lost. This ability cannot affect stratagems used before, before battle effects. This is so bad. That's fucking horrific oh wait 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 oh god oh wow okay you can no no you deep strike it every time do you know why reign of confusion doesn't require it to be on the board just in your army oh i'm sure that would get faq'd though no i i think this step one faq it so it has to be on the battlefield Step two, Step two FAQ, FAQ it, remove it. <laughs> to say that when that stratagem has no effect, you don't lose the current amount of CPs you spent on it. Yeah. I mean, Agents okay. of Vect refunds Let's, you the command points. Let's just run Most through this for a brief hot second. Oh my god. If I have one command point left in my tiny little game, and I want to make... during the first battle round. Yeah, it's very likely I've only got one left in the first battle round. With this thing on the board, it fucking is. Yeah, I've only got one one little command point left. Not two to rub together. 
and I use a command point reroll, there is a 50-50 chance that I've just lost that ability. Oh, yeah. That sucks. And there's a chance that you turn up to the table and this guy just gets lucky on these rolls. So literally every single stratagem you use costs one more point. So if you use four stratagems, that's an insane tax on what you've got to do. Also, this is the first battle round, which is the most CP-intensive battle round where, uh, bat- where most shit happens. Let me, let me just go to 1d4, Chan. Let me, let me get the, let me get the well, Adeptus Custodes tactics up. Let's have a look hang at this. on. Let, let me just, for one second... In defense of this, the only defense I can see is that it is slightly anti-alpha strike, but in the worst possible no. way. What it does is it shores up your own. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because because it's first battle round, it's not even your opponent's first turn. If they activate a defensive thing... Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you try and use the, um, you know, what's it called? Ah. The uh, bloody... Is it Agents Effect? Shields? Is it Agents Effect? Agents the of one Vect. that just that just cancels. Oh my the fucking god! Yeah, agents of Vect uh, may suddenly cost five. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! You just never use it as Dark Elder. You never use it versus this guy in the first battle round. But like it, this is fucking ridiculous. If you look at it as saying it's 0.5 on the cost of every single stratagem you use, sorry, an additional 0.5 command points in every stratagem you use, it's fucking insane. See, but I think looking at it as 0.5 command points in every stratagem you use, it makes it seem better than it is, though. Because this is like a shock tax on what you're going to do. Yeah. And it completely throws out your strategies as well. Because one of the nice things about command points is you can think, okay, I've got three command points. I've got to save them to use this ability there. Okay, I'm going to move this unit here, and I'm going to deliberately explode that vehicle for one command point. This is like, no. First turn, either don't do anything or only use the stuff you really need. And your opponent can pay a command point to have a 75% chance of just removing your command point. So if they're, oh, if they're at a command okay. point you, advantage, they, they can, can just do that burn. every battle round. They get a, oh, sorry, they, oh, yeah, it's only every, the first battle round. Yeah, it's in the first battle round, sorry, but I'm they saying each once. phase of the turn. They can do a re-roll on this. Oh fuck! Yeah, they could. Fuck. So, yeah, they can spend oh. three command points across the. Co- they can spend is, three in your turn as well. So that is fucking worth. That is absolutely worth. Especially if you set up your army to be, as say most Imperial soup armies are, with like fourteen command points. You probably have more command points than them because you have the cheapest uh, batteries in the form of guard. So you can uh, spend this. Uh, Admec now. Admec batteries. Uh, they're cheaper, but they're less versatile, so they usually not run. All right, okay. Um, but say you're running the guard batteries, you will have more command points than your opponent. You can fucking starve them of command points deliberately. And the other thing is, you don't have to do that. You can do if you think that they say only have nine command points and they you know haven't got much to work with. See, oh. a lot of this problem would be avoided if it refunded what you'd already paid. It would yeah, still it would, be annoying. It would, also it would still be, it, be disruptive. And it would have it, the same kind of effect. But it doesn't just mean, well, go fuck you've yourself. You've lost it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it is still a go fuck yourself because, you know, just negating one person's alpha strike potential is huge in eighth. Absolutely huge. Like, if you look at the statistics, and I'm sure we can get some hot statistics somewhere, if you look at the amount of people that go first and win 
in 8th edition. I'm willing to bet it's like a 60% win rate. It's, it's a hefty skew. Yeah. And like the fact that the, your opponent could just stop that, uh, it's not good. I mean, I'm not saying the 60% is good. I'm not defending the 60%. But this is awful. This is really awful. And as a Death Guard player, I'm absolutely wincing because I do not have the battery farm of the fucking Imperium. And that's the other thing that completely fucks me off is that they create this most ridiculous rule. This most ridiculous rule. (laughs) And they gave it to the Imperium. Like, the guys that are most ubiquitous in the fucking planet. I know most ubiquitous is silly, but... Fuck me. It just annoys the crap out of me. At least if it was Chaos Space Marine. At least it'd be like that wild card faction. Right? And okay, they can ally with Death Guard and Zinch, and okay, so that's maybe not good as well. Let's say Tyranids. They gave it to Tyranids. Or Orcs. At least you'd be like, okay, against that one specific enemy. But no, this is like if I'm against Blood Angels, Dark Angels, Space Marines, Imperial Guard, Admech, I, whatever, they're going to take this guy. I say, give it to Necrons. They need the fucking help. Yeah, give it to Necrons. Necrons are going to have this. If Necrons had that, I'd be like, oh shit, that's crazy. But because it's for the Imperium, the motherfucking Imperium, who have knights and big dicks and all that shit, and all we've got is balls. Rotate on shields. Rotate. No, look, the the fucking big gun boy, Castellan. Yeah. That is obscene. We we all know that. As is, uh, the traitors, the heretics. Chaos, they can take a traitor version. They have limited access to stratagems, so where they have one which lets them, I think, reroll all hits and wounds for a knight, and one which lets them rotate iron shields. The Imperium, if it if if traitors have one and the Imperium has one, they can rotate uh, sorry, the Imperial side can rotate iron shields for one. And then sorry, for three. And then the Chaos side will have to rotate iron shields for three as well, albeit there's a fifty percent chance it becomes four. Which is pretty vicious. But it, it's far worse when it comes to the, oh, I'll pay one command point, but no, you won't, you'll pay two. Yeah. And basically, you just you don't want to do command point rerolls or any one-point stratagems. Weirdly, this adds an interesting layer to the game if, if you're the one in control of the Kalidus, because you will then play a very... Especially if there's things like knights, you're playing an interesting game of forcing out certain stratagems from them at different points to then, you could be trying to run them out of stratagem points before they have to spend it on something expensive, like the um, Rotate Iron Shields, which may cost four, and then they then have to manage it carefully to make sure they don't have that happen to them. It adds an interesting level of play. It's just fucking unfair. Hang on. The thing I would like to add on top of that as well is that conceptually, I really like the idea of deliberately burning your own command points to try and burn more of theirs. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Conceptually. But yeah, the execution is just fucking awful. And the fact that they gave it to the Imperium. <laughs> like, that means that this guy is almost guaranteed to be in 50% of all games across the planet, if not more. Which is mad. Like, I get I get that GW wants to sell stock. I get it. But please, stop breaking the game like this. They're going to have to... I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that they FAQ it after about three months of scratching their asses. They just change it to something a bit more manageable. I, They have to change it. Because this is punishing. Because this means that every top-tier army... I mean, like, you know, think of all the best lists. 
all the best listeners you can think of. How many of them rely on specific key stratagems? And how many of them are super stratagem heavy in the first few turns? And again, like I was saying earlier, it's nice that there's something anti-alpha strike, but I think this is the wrong way to do it. You've got to get more defensive stuff that protects you from the alpha strike rather than just, I negate your bonuses also, and, and an extreme punishment. Also make alpha striking units weaker. Yes. So you can have Namely something like um, the Riptide and the absurd amount of damage output, but you make sure it doesn't also have a 2 plus armor save and a 3 plus invulnerable save when you set it to do that. Yeah, or make its points more. All yeah, I'm asking for is balance the game. And going back to your point, actually, um, what you're saying about the uh, the rule. I've said a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, specifically before I mentioned conceptual, why I like to conceptually, what are you saying? I don't know. I can't remember now, I can't remember. But anyway, you said... Um, you like yeah, you liked the idea that it was... Um, anti-stratagem or something along those lines. Anyway, oh, The idea is that it, it, you, it creates a weird little metagame of you trying to force oh, yeah. out certain stratagems from your opponent. Not that? Not that? Yeah, that, that was it. That was yeah. it. Sorry. Sorry, I just had a brain fart. Okay. Forcing the specific stratagems. Yes, I like that. But the other issue as well is that because the game is so chaotic, so uncontrolled, you know, okay, there's, there's the meta lists where you can expect certain stratagems. But in the chaotic game of Games Workshop and uh, Warhammer greater, you know, it's so chaotic. You know, if, if this was like Hearthstone, right? Yes. And you knew it was like a specific counter to a specific card, you know, and you've got to try and bait that card. And it's that fun game of like tension where your opponent knows you have it and you're trying to hold it and protect it and, you know, do all this sort of gameplay. That's a lot of fun. And you kind of have to bluff it as well because it's Hearthstone, it's a card game. Um, but just with 40k, it's just like, it's so generic and so widespread that it's just, basically, it's clumsy play, and it's awful. It's clumsy and it's awful. Command point and less than 5% of your army list, of, of your list points, to shut down a lot of the enemy's utility. It's such great value. It's absurd value. It, it's, it's only 85 points. And this is why you would never take any other. I think even in the psychic game, against Tyranids, against Thousand Suns, well, actually, Thousand Suns less so. Thousand Suns maybe are more reliant on the than the stratagems. Yeah, but it's Thousand Suns are, and maybe Eldar in some cases, depending on how you build them. But yeah, but I mean, this guy is just so good. So extreme. Yeah, I was just thinking through my Orc stratagems as well. It's just, it's so punishing. Yeah. It's so punishing. And the other thing as well is that if you take a command point farm, let's say I'm the orcs, I take a command point farm of um, weird boys and grots. I take two battalions of weird boys and grots to get get myself whatever it is, 14 command points or whatever on top. Um, what, if you get uh, two HQs and three um, infantry to get five command points? Yeah, sorry, so it's 10. Or if you have two right. of them. Yeah, yeah, if I got two yeah, of them. Two so it's ten command points. You know, I have to spend so many points, I have to detachments and points into getting that command points. And of that ten, uh this guy what forces me to lose That's an interesting way to look at it. If you take your troop tax as the yeah, value of exactly. your command points, yeah. 
exactly like the troop tax here is what i'm looking at and for 85 points you know 50 percent of it's gone if it, if you're using one command point stratagems yeah god no, damn god pw stop yeah. doing this stop just hashing in these really lazy they're like hey this sounds cool like it's almost like they have you know they have the concept in their mind like, okay we need to be anti-stratagems first turn and like the first idea they get like fuck it put it on a unit publish it sell it and then maybe in the future we'll fix it i think part of the issue is that g-dubs is bad at balancing and the other part of the okay they're retarded at balancing yeah i I, completely completely agree as is to be fair the community has also kind of gone oh my god the vindicare i think i think it's simply because the vindicare is fun and for some reason and I'm part of this. I appreciate I'm part of the problem. The 40k community at large has boners for snipers. We do. I don't know why, but we, we love them. I don't know why good, I love them. But, but, uh, but boners, boners for, for snipers has been one of the single most think, true things about this hobby. That could also be uh, one of our t-shirts. Boners for snipers. I was listening back to that the other day. Go listen to our other episodes. I believe it was the one of the Christmas ones, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm the cock wizard <laughs> of Warhammer. <laughs> That's that's one T-shirt idea. Yeah, uh, I think it's for cool and bonus for snipers. Damn, we should start making T-shirts. <laughs> Nobody would buy them, but they'd be <laughs> very strange. What's that in the corner of the room? That's our merch. You have merch? <laughs> yes. Um, well, yeah. As, <laughs> as you have to introduce your in-laws to, to a T-shirt that says "bonus for snipers." No, no, no. It's really... okay. It's merch for my forty k podcast. You know, the Toy Soldiers game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're proud of this hobby. Yeah. Fuck it. If people think you're strange for doing what you enjoy, depending on right. what you enjoy, <laughs> yeah, be careful. Be careful out there. Right. So that, that wraps up the Assassins. Fucking the, ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Just one. The rest of them, I couldn't wave. Mixture of like fluffy and fun. Picture and yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, if you want to oh. take them, take them. Sad, sad, sad facts with the um, Vindicare. You know how he fails to kill a card with Fireblade? Yeah. So he takes two turns to kill a card with Fireblade? Yeah. Well, assume That's he kills two by turn four, he still <laughs> yeah. hasn't made his points back. Yeah. It's it's not good. It's not good. But there is always that chance that you just lock out and kill Motarin. <laughs> yeah, there is that chance. <laughs> I mean, there isn't, but yeah, because it goes to a 7 plus on the mortal wounds. But... Oh, wait, shit, yeah, it, it doesn't stay to 4 plus. Yeah, no, there's no way. You can get excited about it if you like. And right. I wouldn't I wouldn't stop you. Bonus for snipers. Bonus for snipers. Okay, Bonus so snipers. the most popular units at LVO. Sorted by what is, faction. What is basically. LVO, please? Um, Las Vegas Open. Thank you. Well, and what is it? A big fuck-off tournament. For Warhammer, I think other stuff goes on there as well. Eh. It's a pretty cool place. I would like to go one day, just to see it. Ah, you're in Maybe. Vegas. Do you do any gambling? Um, I rolled a lot of dice. <laughs> I did roll a lot of dice. <laughs> okay. Made five grand. <laughs> okay, so what would you guess were the top three units? Okay, so basically, what how this has worked out is they literally just across all the armies. They add up how many times that unit appeared. Okay. So what were the top three units that appeared in the Imperium of Man? Now, I think this is going to be skewed towards Imperial Guard, 
right? You because would be correct. Yes. It's going to be Imperial Guard Infantry. That is in at the number two squad. Uh, the number two? Yep, that's number two. Good God. Is uh, Custodes on there? Custodes are not on there. That was a weird outside shout. But, I think uh, the shield, no, the shield captain, um, he's turned up a fair bit. He turned up yeah. as much as armagers and tank commanders at that. At he like, slips in and slips out. Like seven, six, seven, about six. Probably six. All right. Because he probably take three at a time. I'm going to say Imperial Knight. The Dominus Knight chassis came in at number four with Good about God. 15. And then the uh, Questorus came in at 10. So there was okay. 15 Castellans by the looks of it. I don't know, to be fair, maybe maybe something else, but no, it was Castellan, guaranteed. Okay, that's mad. Um, Still I want to say number two, Dark Elder Infantry. Dark Elder Infantry. No, there's the Imperium of Man, Henry. Dark Elder Infantry aren't part oh, of it. Oh, just Imperium. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. All right, that makes it easier. Um, oh, God. What's the leader of the Loyal 32? <laughs> is it a commissar? Uh, company Commander. Correct. Company Commander, company commander yeah. is number one at like 28 appearances. Wait, really? Yes. How are people having more company commanders than Imperial Guard? Oh, no, sorry. This is, this appears in lists. Oh, that's... Oh, I see. Oh, okay. so, yeah, that makes, that makes 20, much more sense. Appeared in 28 lists. 52 were brought in total. Okay. A combined total of 1,580 points was spent on company commanders in those 28 lists. Okay, this makes <laughs> more it. sense now. So yeah, yeah, there was... Um, I was going to say, that's, that's going to be like crazy, trying to work out how many units of things people have. Yeah. Okay. Is, yeah, that's why there's 15 Dominus class knights, because it's 15 lists that brought a Dominus and only 10 that brought Questorus. There we go. That actually surprises me. I'm actually surprised it's as low as 15. <laughs> well... I'm really surprised. Like, if it's, it's 52, everyone... I would expect like at least 30. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, that, that's Maybe... 28 lists brought commanders, and 15 brought dominus. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. out, out of 52. Is? Do you know what number three is? <laughs> yeah, tell me what number three is. Heavy weapon squad. Almost guaranteed to be using mortars. Wow. Okay, what is the deal with the mortar squad? It doesn't require line of sight. That's mainly it. And like 48 it, inch range. It's just reliable it damage. It's like always going to be doing something. I, it's dirt cheap. I know it's dirt cheap, yeah. but is it a troop choice? Can it fill uh, out a troop detachment? Heavy support squad. I don't know the Imperial Guard Codex well enough. I can quickly check. It's probably heavy support. But isn't the mortar only strength three? Or did they up it to strength four? Let's quickly find out. Ranged weapons, uh, flamer, melted gun, plasma gun, sniper rifle, mortar. Okay, 48-inch range, heavy D6, strength 6, um, sorry, heavy D6, strength 4, AP0, damage 1, may fire indirectly. 11 okay. points a gun team. Oh, that's, that's, that is that's cheap. cheap as fuck. That is cheap. Oh, she's cheap. Yeah, no, that's that's why you take it. It's an 11-point, 48-inch range gun with that's D6 bloody shots. cheap. All right, that's blown my top, that has. Yep. I've never actually read the 8th edition Imperial Guard Codex, so please have mercy on me. It's a weird mixture of, like, clearly they didn't quite know what they were doing, so a lot of it's quite dull and shit, but then again, you have a couple of things which are broken as fuck, which is what everyone yeah. brings. Plus reliable. Like, reliable, simple, just points efficient. Yeah. All right. Chaos. Oh what do you Chaos. think were the top three units that were brought? Demon Prince. 
Yep, correct. Number one is Demon Prince, with 19 lists containing them. A total of 39 Demon Princes in those lists. Combined, 7,041 points were spent on that de- on those Demon Princes. All the Demon Princes had wings. Only 7 out of 39 <laughs> of them brought the Warp Bolter. Okay. <laughs> I love it how they all had wings. That's because it cost like 10 points or something. It's, it's ridiculously good. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Plague Bearer. Yep, that's number three, appearing in, what, 11 lists? Yeah, 11 lists. Okay. Uh, and then maybe pink horrors, blue horrors? Uh, no? Are they even there? Are they okay, even there? Obliterators. Even there. Do you say pop Obliterators. 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 Um, Obliterators appeared in four lists, but they're quite low down. They're, they right. appeared in the same amount of lists as... Fla- uh, Foul Blightspawn, Spoilbox Scriveners, Mortarian, and Blightlord Terminators. Wow, Mortin, so few. Blightlords in so few. Um, he appeared in one more list than Magnus. Magnus only appeared in three. Along with Abdon only he, appearing in three. I understand Mortarian getting picked over Magnus. I do understand that. As, yeah, because as do I. If you can get him to land, he will destroy something. He's also far more independently good, whereas Magnus needs the buffs. Albeit if he gets the buffs, he's nigh unstoppable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, give me a clue. Give me a clue. What? Okay. Well, what's the other key component of that list that takes a bunch of demon princes? <laughs> Is it Araman? It's Araman. Yeah. With fifteen appearances. Now that does not surprise me. And as we discussed before, I'm pretty sure we discussed it on the podcast. I don't know. We talked about it an awful. I would just take Araman. Araman is so good. Yeah, on he's his fantastic. own. He's so good. Like in any list, if I had a one command point option. Okay, that's going to be interesting. Taking Chaos Commanders for one command point to represent like their Netflix style. Oh, <laughs> that would be insane. You have to pay for them, but you just play that command point. I would yeah. do it for Ackerman every Aram time. Amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, Zangors were brought more than Bloodletters, which is interesting to me. Aren't they just better, though? Didn't we have this discussion before? Like, if Bloodletters they have a more reliable Deep Strike charge. And wasn't there a way that they could do Mortal Wounds? No, I no, feel like there's much. been so many teeny tiny tweaks to Chaos which means a lot of the old strategies are just not there anymore. Like, I remember seeing a guy taking Selenesh Obliterators um, versus the Forge World. This was, like, live on the GW stream of one of the tournaments, and uh, this was, like, the top table. And the guy took um, three units of Obliterators versus the Forge World Broken... Um, not Fate Weaver, but, you know what I mean, Birdman for Zinch. Azrakniel, or whatever his name oh, is. Oh, the named one, yeah, yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah, the, the, the Archdemon from Forge World for Zinch. And this was before he got a massive points <laughs> nerf of literally 100% more points, which shows yeah. that he was very balanced to begin with. So this was before that. And the dude just, it was such a cool list. He just took a, a horde of like 140 blood letters, one demon prince, and then like one small like other guy, I think it was head, um, Skulltaker, and just these nine demon uh, obliterators using Slanesh and fire twice, and he just rocked that game. He almost lost it, which was weird. Um, Goes to show how broken the bird boy is. Sorry? Goes to show how broken the bird boy oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bird boy is just ridiculous. Um, but, like, why is obliterator Slanesh spam not a thing anymore? Uh, it's more that you have to take chaos with it. They still do it. They will still have... Uh, in lists where you run, because obliterators are still fairly run, 
They'll run as much as a Mortarium in four lists. If you're running like Abaddon and Cultists, you can definitely bring a, a big block of Obliterators with Mark of Slanesh and make them fire twice because they'll still uh, like annihilate most things they shoot. You were going to say Obliterate, weren't you? I was. Um, <laughs> as is, like, I, I do love like that best Chaos list, the Plague Bearers, Demon Princes, Araman list. It's just... Yeah. It's very fine in that it completely eliminates um, a lot of the oh you have like vehicle hunting weapons they're kind of shit what is left um, things that are good for killing infantry which plague bearers are very resistant for while doing a bunch of smiting nonsense I love that list it's beautiful well that's what the guy did with the obliterators and blasters because before he did that live on that stream I had never even seen anyone contemplate the list of just taking shit tons of demons yeah and the zinch one appeared uh, after this guy did it so with the plague bearers and the demon princes. So maybe he inspired it. I don't know. But god damn, it was so cool. Like, I love it when people think outside the box. Like, okay, the big problem is that you have very powerful single model units in the game. So this guy thinks outside the box. Okay, how do you deprive a lot of that power? Yeah. And yeah, it is so cool to see that. Um, going back to the assassins, you don't have to do that anymore. Because one size fits all. <laughs> he beats everyone. Aldari. Aldari. What do you uh, think were the top three taken units? Dark Reaper. Nope. They were taken in ten lists. Fuck. Carbolite Warrior. Carbolites Cabal. were taken in fifteen, and they are fifth on the list. Okay. That's interesting. Wave Serpent. Wave Serpent is quite a bit further down, probably somewhere Pretty around low. ten, maybe a bit lower, with about seven appearances. What's that little... Uh... Dark Eldar Skimmer called... The Venom. Venom. Uh, appeared in eight or nine lists. Still still quite far down. God damn. Yvrain? Yvrain is taken uh, ten, in ten lists. Okay. God damn. Wraith Knight? Uh, I don't think that's going to be here. Oh, is this before the... I don't think the Wraith Knight's taken even after... Yeah, the, I don't think the Wraith drops. Knight's still good enough here. That was, that was a silly... Get, get out. <laughs> Uh, Wraith Blades. Wraith Blades were taken, but they're quite low down. God damn. Um, support no. platforms? <laughs> I think that would count as being part of the basic units. I'm, yeah, I'm actually running out of um, uh, names. Run here. through the most broken things I mentioned in the Eldari Codex. Uh, sorry, in the Dark Eldar Codex. Because one of them is in the top three. Okay. Uh, Archon. Yes, correct. That is number one. <laughs> okay. Taken Wait, is in it, is it actually units. just all Dark Elder, by the way, in no, the top three? No, no. The top... Uh, we'll break down what's here in a moment. Um, but the, the others are Eldar. Okay. Okay? Okay. Um, you can play along at home. Pretend you're part of the fun. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Do, 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 do. You're wrong. Correct. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> that way we've covered both bases. Yeah. Um, I literally, I'm having such a brain fart, you can just tell me. I cannot remember any Eldar shit for the life of me. In number three is Farseer. Fuck! <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Fuck. And number two yeah. is Rangers. Rangers? Yes. Really? They're cheap infantry that get a, like a 4 plus when in cover, or like 4 plus invulnerable when in cover or some such, right? They're minus 1 to hit and they can target characters. Oh, yeah, that's what true. What the fuck do you think? That's true. 
I forgot all of that, mainly because uh, Jack Deepstruck is right next to your... Knights. Knights. <laughs> no, no, it was a Riptide. <laughs> and the Knights. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that, that's why I forgot that they weren't bullshit. <laughs> as is. So the top most taken things are basically HQs. There's Archon, then there's Rangers, then it's Farseer Warlock, then Cabalites, because they're so fucking good. Then it's Ravagers and Razorwing Jet Fighters. Yeah, the Razorwing is pretty snazzy. Basically, a, a core of Dark Eldar with like uh, basic Eldar HQs is a really fucking dangerous mix. Yeah, mainly because the Eldar psychic phase is so weird. Yeah. I, I remember reading one of the um, designers for that. And uh, I think it, it sounded like one of these just like crazy um, glue huffing experiences. Like, yeah, because he was like, the Eldar, they're one of the most ancient races. And, you know, power comes from age. It's like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, it previously used to be that the old ones created them the most psychically attuned because they were with humanity having greater potential. <laughs> but no, no, it's becomes greater with age ages with great age comes great psychic responsibility what <laughs> what is your will <laughs> anyway oh god all right that's mad that's mad it, it is show mad. me the orcs show no, me the orcs i was about to say no wait, oh, i'll show you the orcs in a second but what i was going to say is when it comes to people saying you never take uh cabalites outside of venoms yeah it shows that you definitely can because cabalites yeah. are just that fucking good yeah, anyway. there's definitely a place for them. Um, Very interesting. Place. Actually, no, before orcs, because I'm I'm going down through like my little post I have here. Uh, okay. Necrons. Do you want to guess what the top three units are? Immortals. Trick question. There was only one list that qualified. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> god. <laughs> you have okay, no idea how much I would have loved it if they hadn't qualified. Just so I could say, trick question. There were none. I like that there was one. No, I like yeah. that there's one. One boy representing is all we need. He got 20th Dude. place as well. That is not bad. That boy, if you ran that an actual list, it. would have won with ease. Wait, what, what was his list then? Um, we can find the full list elsewhere, but I can't be asked to follow it. We okay. know that in his list, his list contained Doomsday Arc, between zero and infinite, well, three. <laughs> yeah. Ghost Arc, somewhere. Wraiths. Destroyers, yeah. Warriors, Catacomb Command Barge, Immortals, Cryptek, and a Lord. Okay, so I mean, that's, he ran that's the quite... Full, he ran the full um, Triumvirate, which is interesting. The dude had balls. Yeah, he, he ran like... He ran like a fucking fluffy list. What? <laughs> uh, okay, looking at it, it's probably more heavily skewed, so it's only like two units of Warriors and Immortals. But then why do you have a Ghost Ark? Because the dude's a baller, Alan. Shitting fuck. No, I, I'm finding this baller. man's... All right. Well, this podcast just got derailed for another ten minutes. No, no, no. What, what the actual fuck? Dude's baller. That's the wrong person. See, you do get this like quite often with Warhammer, where there's just this dude that is just the outside dude, doesn't have like, the, the meta army, but just does really well because he knows his shit. He knows how to play the game. And that's really awesome. Like I said before, ages where's ago. His, where's his fucking list? Dark Elder. Just forget the list. Forget the list. 
Oh, no, here we have it. So he has um, <laughs> three Doomsday Arcs, as expected. Battalion yeah. with two min-sized squads of warriors and ten-man squad of immortals. With yeah. race and destroyers and two weird... And with two ghost arcs? Why does he have two Ola. ghost arcs for only 30 infantry? What the fuck? I know, I guess coverage. he's like... He's Map moving coverage. them around in transports? I guess then, like... That Plus way they have living metal. Yeah, all of your stuff is quite resilient to proper anti-tank, and there's not really any infantry. Did he make a fucking Mechron skew list? I like what he's doing. Yeah, I respect <laughs> the balls of this man. Okay, that's that's a separate thing, but... <laughs> We're glad he did well. He deserves a fucking medal. Yeah. Alright, come back, come back. Let's go to Orcs. Yeah, Orcs are next, Orcs are next. What do you think the top three units are? Okay, I want to say... Um... Fuck, I forget his name. <laughs> the, the wagon. The, the, the new orc. No, no, no. Not the stomp. It's Jesus. in the top three. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's the number one. The stomper. Do you it's mean what the... Was it the no, truck? The battle wagon? The... the no, 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 no. The uh, Death Killer War Trike. Oh, the Death Killer War Trike. That appeared in one list. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a surprise, but okay. Okay, uh, I'm going to say boy. Orc boy. Yep, Orc boy is number two with nine appearances. Number two? Yeah, I get the feeling that He's not taking he... Orc boys. Look, what there were man. ten lists and right. nine of them took boys. One of them didn't. Apparently, I'm guessing like all Gretchen or whatever. Are looters okay. troops? Looters are not troops, no. Then in that case, I guess they just took a shit ton of Gretchen. Okay, I'm going to say weird boy. Weird boy is number one. With 10 appearances. It has to be. It's the only psychic unit in the book. Yep. Okay, it's ten number three, Looter. Reviewed and all 10 of them had weird boys. Is number three, Looter? Nope. Looters are down at, like, number six. Okay, okay. Decent show. Decent show. Yep. Uh, Orc Truck. The truck is way down with only one I was going to say, that, that was a really stupid option because the truck is garbage. <laughs> um, ooh. What about the um, Scrapjet? The scrap jet in there. I, I think the scrap jet should be in anywhere. there, but it's not anywhere. Bloody oh, yeah. hell! All right, give me a clue. Is it transport? I've said it multiple times. Gretchen. Yes. Oh, that's boring. <laughs> why can't <laughs> it, can it have just been something really, in- really fucking insane, like a Meganob? Like yeah, pain like boys. No, Meganob. Morkonaut appeared twice, or Gorkonaut or Morkonaut. It doesn't specify. Yeah, just a naught. Yeah. Um. No, no, something really outside would have been so interesting. Like, grot run... No, fuck it. <laughs> I was going to say the run third, but it's like, yeah, you just... Fuck. I don't know. The rucker truck squig buggy. Just like, <laughs> what? And it beat knights. It beats knights reliably and only loses turn. Deathcopter appeared in two lists. Deathcopter's jazzy. Yeah. Yeah, I think all lists are much the same as they always have been, which is just a shit ton of just boys. boys, yeah. It doesn't change. Right, Tau. Oh, changing. Okay, Fire Warrior. Yeah, that say. is number two, with nine appearances. It's actually it's joint first, should I say. Riptide number one. Riptide is not number one, it's number three, with eight <gasps> appearances. One list didn't take a Riptide. That dude deserves a medal. That, that man well, deserves a medal. Broadside? That is... Uh, okay, actually, I'm sorry. Number three is joint with five things. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's, broadsides see, look, are one of them. Hang on. Doesn't this just show that the Tau Codex is amazing if five things can occupy the same slot? Pretty much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these guys are tapping into the same lines that they use the same units. Some madman brought a storm surge. I love that, dude. Yeah, credit to him. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's the baller play. That's like the fuck it. <laughs> One man brought a devilfish. Good. One man also brought a ghost kill. Did someone just take my list? <laughs> I think someone took Someone took your list. Yeah. It was you. Um, I actually went. <laughs> Entered under the name Bernard Chandelot. <laughs> Didn't do well. That's why I used yeah, to... Did not do well. Spent a lot of money going to Vegas, and uh, don't okay. talk about what happened. Is number one the drone? Yes. Joint yeah. first with the Fire Warrior is the drone. There you go. Well, actually, hang on. I've been... If that's joint first... It's all then, joint third. Then technically, joint third should be joint second, really. Yeah. Okay, so joint I mean, first that's... is the Fire Warrior and the drone. Yeah. Joint third, sorry, joint second is, is the Riptide, the Broadside, and three more, because the tower is all about through Unity and all that shit, you know. Okay, Crute Hound. No, Crute Hound isn't actually on her. Okay, that's disappointing. I would like to see some spice from the Crute Hound. Yeah. Um, Fireblade. The Fireblade is actual third, like non-joint third. Oh, fuck. He appeared okay, in six of the lists. The Ethereal, ethereal? is joint second. Appearing okay, in eight, eight of the lists. Uh, Using two pieces of the puzzle. Ooh, Cold Star? Uh, I'm just putting that under Commander, because they only have Commanders listed here. Commander is joint second. What is the final thing which makes the castle super fucking deadly, especially thanks to the points drops? Cock it. <laughs> their points like, cut by about a third or a half. I can't quite remember. They're That's... really good. They're really good. Oh, I'm gonna punch myself right in the shin. They're what is named. It? They're named. If you dare say Farsight. Oh, Shadow Sun. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that that makes a lot of sense. Yep. It'd be interesting to see what patch these guys are playing on. Which patch? <laughs> this is after chapter approved. Oh god. That's okay, why Shadow yeah. Sun is taken. That's why. Yeah, Shadow Sun should be there. Yeah. I think Shadow Sun should be number one, really. I know, honestly, Shadow Sun was something I, think, I considered before the points drops. Yeah. And the double, auto double fucking Kuyon shit. All right, then we have the final. crazy. I think she's an absolute pocket rocket. Yeah. She's absurd, yeah. The final thing, which is Tyranids. Yeah. Okay, first is joint between six. Th- one, two, three, four, five, Good six. God. Seven things are joint first. Okay, now, because I'm a fan of the Tail Codex... I'm going to say that this is because they're all net decking and it's not because of unity. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 100%. All right, I'm going to say Gene Stealer. Gene Stealer is joint first with five appearances. Damn right. Swarm Lord. The Swarm Lord is there. He is in <laughs> He's fourth. There. He's in joint fourth with the Chimera. Fuck. Chimera, that's interesting. Yeah, because um, they ally in Imperial Guard, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, that changes the game. <laughs> okay, Gene Steeler Cult Infantry then. Neophytes. Neophyte hybrids are second. Oh, wait, Dang. sorry. Are neophyte hybrids or acolyte hybrids? Yeah, yeah, yeah neophyte. Neophyte hybrids, they're second with four appearances. Acolyte hybrid. That is further down. That is joint, oh. um, what is it, fifth. 
because there's only five yeah. lists. <laughs> yeah, it's joint fifth of a bunch of things. All right. Um, Neurothrope. Neurothrope is uh, third with three appearances. Remember, it had a points increase quite heftily. All right, okay, okay. So the cheap... Um, Melanthrope. What is the cheap leader these days? Melanthrope? No, Melanthrope's not even on her. Oh, no, it's it had one appearance, I take it back. Broody. Broodlord, yes. The new winner. Broodlord slash Patriarch is part of Joint First. Patriarch is such a fucking cool name for it. <laughs> <laughs> I approve Rise up for the Patriarchy. Oh, oh, shush, shush. <laughs> That's where the Gene Stealer cult is, boys. It's all a patriarchy. Um, oh, whenever anyone says smash the patriarchy, I just assume that they're trying to do their best to stamp out Gene Stealer cults. It could well be. I've not been invited to a Gene Stealer cult, but I'm 99% sure that. Fair enough. And I'm part of it. I, I, I haven't run the necessary numbers. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, there's so much Gene Stealer. Ah, oh, fuck it. Tyranid stuff going on right now. Is the Holmogon in there? Um... If it is, it's low down. I don't no. think old reliable is, no. Termagant is at number one. Termagant, nice. Termagant. No, it's not in number one, sorry. It had one appearance. Oh, okay. Carnifex. Don't think that made it. Really? Not no. even Distraction Carnifex? Old one I did. Old one I How? I thought he was a Carnifex buffing machine. But he's also a character who can hide behind infantry and do a shit and a damage to vehicles with oh. hands. <laughs> that's true yeah that's true uh the crone what the flying just, thing yeah no <laughs> hive tyrant hive tyrant did it make it yeah it did it appeared in one list what cool what, wow. what do you know is in joint first oh god right, okay you know third third is the neurothrope second is neophyte hybrids and first has gene stealers and broodlords what are the other options gonna be don't pressure me. What just Goliath came truck. out? The Goliath truck. What just no, came the, out? The, the, the codex. The Gene Stealer Cult's codex. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. It's the drill in there? <laughs> <laughs> On the building. <laughs> That'd be amazing. No, if it was, I would have, that man would also deserve a medal. Okay, I'm going to say the uh, phallus man. Phallus doctor. No. <laughs> no. I... I <laughs> I'm not strong enough. Okay, okay, one of those leaders is the Primus. I'll say the Primus and Ma- Magus are in there as number one. I'm not okay. checking for the others. I don't know all their names yet. I'm, I'm so no, bad no. at this. What other ones are there? There's one, two, and three okay. things left for you to guess. Come on, you can do this. The Magus? I just told you the Primus and the Magus are in there. Okay, that bit that bit zonked out for me. <laughs> but I'm right. No. <laughs> <Is> it... <laughs> oh, what three things? Uh, Make it entertaining, uh, damn it! I just, I don't know. I'm gonna have to Google again. No. Hang on, stay there. Oh my god, I, I can't remember the box. Welcome to the riveting 40k podcast. Okay, Barents. Where you get to listen to us think. Is a Barents in there? <laughs> yes, a Barents are in there. <gasps> now, what goes with the Barents, Henry? The new Mauler man with hammer. What's his name? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biophagus that thought. No, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about him. Uh, uh, just give me a minute. I've got to get the tab. Uh, uh, what is it? Are you a Xenos? What is this menu? What is this menu? Shout out to G Dubs having a terrible fucking menu. If it's the Jackal Alphas, that'd be crazy. Oh my god. Um, the Nexos is the Nexos in? No. Wow. 
What is and the thing that goes with the variance, Henry? Come on. I'm scrolling. <laughs> yes. You, you've said numerous times how much you love this thing's name. The Abominant. Yes. The Pompadour. And what is the single best unit in the Tyranid Codex? To give you a hint as to the last one. I <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Let me go to Tyranid. They've only got like a hundred entries. Let me just... Just... Hang on. Go on. Hang on. I'll give you a hint. It's a troops option. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely... The Tyranid Warrior being revealed as No. In no way. Wow. Uh, I've already <laughs> seen these. I did. Is there another troops choice? Gargoyle? No, no this is why I'm the more um, the person you go to for competitive advice. Spores? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. There's only four troops choices in my mind. Gene stealers. There's one more. There's one more guy with an absurd amount of utility. That's just making more questions. Like it appears in basically every single Tyranid list. It did appear. The in every single Tyranid not an infantry, list. is it? No, it's not. It didn't even appear in any of these lists. Good, good attempt, but... Venomthrope. Uh, no, no. I Hang on, let me just... Let me... Are you just scrolling no. through and picking them out from the Games Workshop store? <laughs> I'll give no. you a hint. It doesn't have its own box. Rippers. Yes. Oh, man. That, that was a sneaky one. Yeah, it was. That's why they're fucking good. They're fucking sneaky. I don't even know what they do. Okay, well, I haven't seen anyone use rippers. They're super cheap. They're super fucking small. So they can't be seen and they can deep strike. And they okay, they're, ba stop. they're basically like Nurglings. They're basically like Nurglings, yes. I also have six bases of Nurglings and I want to convert another three and I'm super excited to start getting dirty boys on the table. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Long story short, I'm just doing a bit of Death Guard for the minute. <laughs> Hoppy wise. <laughs> For those of you that could have. Okay. All right. So, what do we learn from that? We learned that troops are there and buffing HQs are there, which is kind of interesting. Now, these and are from the top tables. These aren't like all the tables that were there. Apparently. These are, are the top tables. Yeah. So, it's the top amount rather than the all of the top players. Yeah. But still. I'm excited for that. I'm very surprised by a lot of the numbers and very unsu not surprised by some of the others. <laughs> by some of the others. Like, I, like Riptide, we all knew it was there. Oh, I you know. Like, the, the Tau one is just like, it's, do you yeah, play Tau? Bands. Here's the it's list. Bands. Whereas the Imperial one, I'm actually surprised with. I'm so surprised that the Knight is not up there more often. As am I. Like, the Imperium one is just kind of such a huge skew towards like guard stuff it makes me a bit sad but also kind of expected the chaos one i'm kind of happy with because it well even then like it's just a huge skew for demon princes rather than like plague bearers uh aldari is expected uh, kind of interesting but eh the orcs one i don't know i guess it's reassuring to see the orcs haven't changed much well, well yes and, and the next yes one is no. just amazing but the thing that's sad about that is the fact that the Orcs got a new release, lots of new units, and none of those are in the top competitive armies. 
Are you telling me that those new buggies aren't good? I'm actually disappointed Meganobs aren't in. They like, are I... on there. They are on there. Hang on. Oh, they are on there. That's okay. Meganobs, Meganobs, Meganobs. Yeah, they appeared in three lists. Okay. You know, I'll accept that. Yeah. i accept that. And now what we can expect in of those 52 Imperial lists, that fucking assassin. Every single fucking time. Every single fucking time. I hope you boys enjoy not having... In a slightly separate note, uh, there was a discussion on the 40k competitive Reddit recently, which basically said, well, somebody was complaining that this, the Reddit has changed from how they liked it to be, etc. They, they liked it in a, uh, like how it was like a year or so ago, and they're unhappy with it now. Fair enough. Okay, from, what's that came, from that came an interesting discussion, whereby people were trying to say what is and isn't competitive discussion, in the strictest sense of the term. And the person who created the post, he basically said that um, balanced discussions should also be in competitive discussions, which I categorically disagree with. Yeah, I think that's true. Basically, it just muddies the waters. It does. Uh, I'm not saying don't have the discussion of what is and isn't balanced. Most of this podcast is spent with us going, that's unfair, because we're <laughs> shitty nerds like that. We're but, yelling at stuff. Yeah. Raging but, at the clouds, damn it. <laughs> doing what we do best. When it comes to... Um, Oh, fuck, I was going with this. Okay. Balanced <laughs> discussions are fine. They're good, and they should be had. They definitely should be. But uh, competitive is not, is this unfair? Competitive is finding out what is the most unfair thing you can do with a given rule set. Yeah. I would say competitive is just abuse. Yes. It, it's like, how do, you, how do you break the game in your favor? Within these constraints. Within these constraints. And that's why I don't like that level of Warhammer. I'm not a fan of that. I'm more a fan of thick and fluffy. <laughs> That's how it should be. Thick and fluffy. Not, not vicious, not mean. Just dudes having a good time. <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Just, just a pint of beer, a nice game, a bit of a laugh, some good moments, some fun times, rather than like, could you measure that again? let me just move my unit with my hand to make sure it's out of range. <laughs> like, oh, God, it's just... Oh, oh. Competitive. Right. Is there anything else we have to say? I don't think there's any more big news. I don't think there's... Did we... Like, we had a number of discussions. Oh, I was going to say that Chaos is, like, 5th of March, is it? That's when the countdown oh, yeah. ends. Yeah, this this countdown that came from the uh, initially vigilance and then got reinforced with the Abaddon post video. Yeah, Fifth of March. It, by the way, happening. I would just like to point out that thingy. What was his name? Harkin World Render. Harken world Mon Eater. The, I think the it's guy world with the eater. spear. The guy with the spear. Yeah. Right. Um, who's meant to be like the Herald of Abaddon or something but also not the Herald of Abaddon but also the biggest boy in the Black Crusade but also not the biggest boy in the Black Crusade he was taking um, that world for Abaddon within 80 days well that was what yeah. he was told he had to do which makes me laugh 
because <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. They're chaos. It's not about meetings or deadlines. Abaddon <laughs> has been fucking around in and out of the no, last no, like, no, two no, no. millennia. He very sternly kept to his deadline of the 13th Black Crusade. He refused to do anything before then. Oh, this is bullshit. Are you telling me that within the warp, like you'd be like, okay, guys, we're sailing on the 12th, right? Everyone get ready for the 12th. Uh, the death yeah. card haven't shown up. Well, why haven't the death card showed up? I put it in the petition at the meeting. This is when we agreed. I am complaining Abaddon. to HR about this. That's it. That's why Abaddon sucks so much dick. He's just a logistics man. <laughs> That's why he hasn't turned up to take vigilance himself. That's why he's getting to this guy. Uh, actually, I'm, I mostly uh, uh, do administrative tasks. Abaddon, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the administrator. <laughs> That's why it should be. How does he cause cultists to be fearless, then? I think like, because... Did he teach them how to count? And due to that, they just have unwavering loyalty? I think he you underestimate... You underestimate the power of literacy. <laughs> That's what literacy does to a man. It makes him capable of death. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing it does. And on that bombshell, <laughs> I think it's time to end the show. I've had a great time. I've had a whale of a time. Possibly the only two people that have. Yeah. But <laughs> if you've made you it this far, listening to an hour and 40 minutes of... um, I would also like to point out, between... Oh, sorry, before this podcast, we had about an hour of technical difficulties... Yeah, we and we kept starting like because quite often we just have a stream of about four k like we'll four hours, uh, five hours. I say we have, we'll have like a we will have discussions about forty k. I think is what you're trying to say. We'll just chat about it in our free time. Is that what you're going for? No, no. I was just saying like we talk about war an insane amount. Yes, I think the most we ever done it in one day is seven hours of just like meandering through Warhammer, and some of our episodes are a bit more like that. Yeah. And some of our episodes are a bit more structured. I say only a little bit more structured. Barely. This was definitely like a meandering consciousness. It was meant to be structured. We had a plan. It was meant to be structured, but we, we dallied everywhere on it. Right. As is. <laughs> As is. Meandering away from the ending, which we were just about to do. I guess that's it for this week. Uh, we'll see you next time. And fuck that assassin. Fuck that assassin.